a dating and makeover expert where I will help you build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. Are you just hating dating right now and feel lost on what to do and where to go as you re-enter the post-pandemic dating scene? I, you know, I haven't talked about this in a while, but I wanted to really come on here and talk because so many of you that I'm talking with are feeling completely burnt out. It almost feels like we have all been through a war hiding in our bunkers. And as we get back into the world, it all looks and feels different. It's like we're learning how to walk and talk and touch and relate to one another again, but in a landscape that is really different. And there is no doubt that there is almost what I would call a pandemic dating hangover that is still having a big impact and effect on navigating dating, love, and sex lives. And it just doesn't seem like it's going away or something that you can take to make it better, like an Advil or a cheeseburger. So specifically, it's making a lot of you more cautious to get back out there, and you might even have a lack of energy and motivation to do so. In fact, have you heard of this term now? It's called hesitating. Hesitating. I love it. It means feeling indifferent about dating or unsure of wanting to date, either seriously or casually, because of how uncertain life has been. Now, in comparison, there's also something called FODA, F-O-D-A, fear of dating again, and that is, it just means that dating is scary and it impacts your desire to ever date again. And this can especially be true if you had a COVID breakup and you didn't date for the past two or three years. And so many of you are experiencing dating burnout, which is chronic stress and exhaustion from prolonged and frustrating dating app use, causing feelings of hopelessness, inadequacy, and mostly exhaustion. I'm talking to so many who are just sick and tired of the dating apps. and and you, But then you don't know where to go to meet other people. And on top of it, everyone is socially out of shape. Social events that once were a source of fun and rejuvenation before the pandemic may now even feel draining and uncomfortable. So, oh my God, what's going on? Oh, and here's another thing that's going on. Have you been on the receiving end of someone who makes plans with you but also seems to cancel them just as easy. Or maybe you're the one doing the planning and canceling. This is a phenomenon called only plans trend. I can't believe there's terms for these things. But obviously, all of these things are rampant. Singles are still navigating the ever-changing dating environment in a post-COVID world. And so whether it's like last-minute work emergency, a sudden need to babysit a friend's pet or the classic, oh, there's too much traffic, 52% of singles, 52% of singles have experienced a situation of a date repeatedly canceling at the last minute. And I'm not even going to talk about ghosting because I've talked about that at nauseum, which is just increasing to in today's world. So as you can see with all this, unlike drinking binge hangover, emotional recovery from a pandemic dating hangover lasts much longer than a day or two. And there's a lot to navigate in order to feel motivated and secure in getting back out there. So 
Now what? Look, I'm not sharing all of this to depress you, okay? But more to normalize what you are probably going through and know that it isn't just you. It just seems like almost everyone I talk to these days are feeling the impact of post-pandemic dating hangover. And although there is no magic pill to overcome the effects, you can definitely start implementing a concoction of new ways to re-enter the dating world with a new outlook, attitude, and approach. I want to just share with you a really inspirational story of a client that I've been working with over the past couple of months who definitely was experiencing FODA after some toxic relationships and pandemic hangover effects. I literally found her in the bunker with clo- with her clothes she was still wearing during COVID, maybe even before, uh, given some of the clothes I saw in her wardrobe. And she was frozen and paralyzed thinking of even talking with men, let alone dating them. And the thought of walking around with a dress, forget it, and makeup, uh-uh. And really just being seen by men horrified her. So she was petrified. And she finally came out from hiding and wanting to re-enter the world, but was just filled with fear, hesitation, and of course, social muscle atrophy. And she was introverted to begin with, so all of this didn't help. And it has been amazing, just amazing the last few months watching her slowly come out of her shell. We started, of course, with shopping. Uh, for her new world dating uniform, as I call it. And then we went out and practiced interacting with the alien men. And, you know, she was so scared even talking with men in grocery stores. But so we just had to start there. And I armed her with a bunch of things, her just some mindset hacks, anti-anxiety techniques, flirting tools. We did a full photo shoot and finally a dating plan. And she has been deeply involved in all my individual and group coaching programs and has immersed herself in social activities and gatherings. So look, one thing that you got to get from this is she did the work. Even though she was frozen, she wasn't doing anything. She finally got unstuck by just taking action. And just about two weeks ago, I visited her and I was... I was literally blown away and astonished at her newfound sexy confidence. And she had this complete open energy and willingness to finally put herself online to date. And this is something that has been keeping her stuck for like a year. And, you know, together we worked on our profile. We started practicing DMing men together. I was playing a little Sierra Debergiac with her just to help her move the needle with conversations and approached men and women just for two immersive days. Now, by the end, the icing on the cake was that we ended up at this like hotel bar and we met a guy who took interest in her and asked her for her number and follow up. And she just like, she couldn't believe she was, (laughs) she was like excited and scared at the same time. This has never happened to her before. And now she's getting several men messaging her on the apps. And this all happened by the time I left and it's still going on. So needless to say, she no longer has a hangover and is now energized to date. You too can recover from the pandemic dating hangover. You just need a plan with a new outlook, attitude, and approach. Now, this is important, especially during this time of year, because burnout is high just regardless of all this. And 
you know, it may be accompanied by a variety of mental and physical health symptoms as well. If left unaddressed, burnout can make it difficult for you to function well, make good choices when selecting dates, or even being positive when you're talking to potential people. Then that negativity you experience attracts negative interactions or even wards off any potential dates, or worse yet, you completely shut down dating and relating altogether. Now, I know what you're thinking. It's it's hard to even have energy to try different things and make over different aspects of your life. And you might be saying to yourself, I'm just so tired. So why should I even bother? I'm getting to the point of just not caring anymore. Well, as long as you believe it's exhausting and that nothing works, guess what? Then you will make that true and will continue doing what you are doing which is nothing. You might even fall into the category of habitual burnout, which is when you don't manage to recover from burnout. And this is real. I'm not just making this up. This is a psychological effect. And the state and the symptoms become a part of your life and perceived reality. If you stay stuck in complacency, then you won't feel any movement in your life. You stay stagnant, and you may even convince yourself that you are better off alone, almost as a defense. But in the end, is that what you really want? You too can recover from the pandemic dating hangover. You just need a plan with a new outlook, attitude, and approach. Now, in order to do that, I wanted to give you five tips in re-entering the post-pandemic dating world so that you can start building your dating confidence again. And I would say, as, as you listen to all this, keep in mind that the overall goal is to date with intention and an action plan. This is not passive. You cannot just sit there and hope that all of this is going to go away or people are going to come knocking on your door or, you know, your dating opportunities are going to suddenly appear. Like you really have to map out a plan for yourself. And that's when you're going to start building confidence because there's going to be that movement that will start happening. All right. So the first thing I want you to do is to get really clear about what you want. I know you hear this all the time, but it is super important. I am getting on these free calls that I offer all of you. And if you haven't done that yet, I encourage you to do so after you listen to this because we're approaching the holidays and the new year. And now is the perfect time to kind of reboot and reset your dating life. But When I ask the question, what is it that you want? What do you want your love life to look like? I would say 80% of you don't even know, or you'll say something that you think that you should feel like, oh, I want a soulmate or, oh, I want a boyfriend or a girlfriend, but that's not really what you want. So one of the essential components to any sustainable change is getting clear about your goals and what your dating mission is all about. It's really time to take inventory on what you hope to attract and pinpoint your wants and needs in dating. Like identify those non-negotiables. What what is something that you just absolutely cannot live with, but what are some negotiables? What are things that you could live with? I mean, if you're saying to yourself, I'm not going to date any people or any guys who who are under six feet, like really think about that. 
especially if you haven't been dating at all. Really, you're going to put some stipulations on someone's height. Now's the time to just get out there, right, and practice if that's where you're at. Think about your preferences, your desires. Get clear on why you're in the dating pool. And be honest. Really be honest with yourself. Why are you dating? Do you want a long-term partnership or eventual commitment? Are you just looking for some fun? I mean, maybe you're just, you've been in such a serious period of your life, and this is where most of you are at, and you just, you're not having fun. So if you're just crawling out of the hole to test the waters, I highly recommend to just date without getting attached to the outcome or worry about a relationship right now. What if you just dated to get to know not only the new world, but yourself? You'll attract a much healthier situation in the end. And regardless of your reasoning, clarity around what you want will really help you quickly spot it when it comes along. And it empowers you to go from a place of confidence rather than passively just falling into something unfulfilling. All right, that's really important to do that first. Second, be willing to get uncomfortable. I, If this is not the first time you're hearing me, you have heard me talk about this numerous times. I'm going to say it again. Dating intentionally means showing up in a way that has a purpose and is considerate and thoughtful. And to do this, you have to practice several things that might feel foreign or scary. Try walking into a room where you don't know anybody and just say hi. Or, you know, if you're a woman, flirt with a man when you are in a store. Just like, just try it. Approach a woman if you're a man that you are highly attracted to that you normally just get you know, stumped with or paralyzed with. Whatever makes you feel uneasy, challenge yourself to go towards it, not away from it. I've been doing this with um, my group that I've been working with in my Dating Reimagined retreat program. And I've been sending them off with different challenges, things that make them really feel uncomfortable and scary. And it's amazing to hear how some people are getting over things that felt really big are just feeling smaller and easier. And that is the only time you will get comfortable is by immersing yourself in it until you get used to it. It's almost like plunging into a cold pool of water, right? At first, the body feels shocked and you're like, oh my God, I can't stay here. And it hurts. But then if you just kind of ease into it and breathe into it, you stay and you get used to the temperature. And then after a while, you don't even think about it. This is this is not different. I promise you. All right. Number three, reinvent yourself, right? This is the time to focus on self-care and, of course, a new look. I mean, look in that closet, y'all. Like, could your wardrobe and appearance use a little sprucing up? Do a makeover. And now's a a great time. There's there's a ton of... um, you know, sales and just people are in a state of creativity too with their wardrobe, but do it for you, not for the guy, not for the gal. If you improve how you feel about yourself, you'll improve your dating life as well. And the way you look will have significant effect on your self-esteem. If you've been slacking in your appearance while you're in your bunker, it's time to start paying attention. Ditch the clothes that do not flatter your figure. Get proper fitting ones that highlight your body's strengths and create a sexy dating image. You can also consider getting a new hairstyles. It's a great time to just do a new do. 
that you think looks good, experiment with different looks and get one that works best for you. When you look good, you boost your self-esteem and you put yourself in the best position to attract the best people in your life. And if you are at a loss and you don't know how to do that, definitely, definitely get in touch with me. We can do a virtual makeover together. In one hour, you will know exactly what to do. So that is a super fun thing to do. Start exercising. Take healthy foods when you're reinventing yourself. When you're healthy, you focus on what a partner is bringing into your life and are in a better place to make conscious decisions. You'll have more energy, which is super attractive. And a boost in your physical health also means an increase in your self-esteem. So you can use this time to get into a daily routine of exercise, especially if you've been, you know, kind of off of it for a while. Try a new form of exercise. Take a cooking class to create like new healthy decisions in your dishes. You know, just change things up so those muscles and you don't experience the atrophy. It's really important. And then you'll just kind of have that, what I call charisma glow as you walk about into the world. And again, that's super attractive. Okay. So that is number three. Number four, diversify your dating portfolio and shake things up. It is never a good idea to do one thing and expect a different result as that is when the burnout happens. So you need to diversify your dating portfolio just like a financial portfolio, right? To get the best results. If you've been swiping right and left for two years in your bunker, yeah, of course you're going to hate online dating, especially if you haven't changed your pictures, changed the algorithms, you know, in that app that you've been using. Do something that is different. Sign up for new classes or activities and subjects that interest you because that's where your tribe is. Look at just all different kinds of possibilities where the opposite sex might be. Just don't rely on one thing. You know, you can take like even like a business class or rock climbing, golfing, snowboarding, like wine tasting classes. Those are ways for you to meet and date smart people who have similar interests to you. So, If you're a single man who wants to improve his single life, remember that lots of women take yoga, cooking, you know, anything that has to do with emotional health, you know, going to Home Depot, you're just going to probably see more dudes. I'm, I'm, (laughs) okay, I'm overgeneralizing, but you get the point. A lot of times you're in, you know, just this routine of your life that has to do with your gender or, you know, your life, but it may not be expanding opportunities to meet other people and of the opposite sex, if that's what you're into. Okay. So another way to improve your dating life life is to go on different, you know, apps, websites that have like social activities attached, like meetup.com is a great example. Look into volunteering or a national political group. You never know who is in those groups or even daily activities that you're already doing. Oh my gosh, that's another thing. You might be doing something where you have opportunities to meet other people, but you don't have the lenses on to actually see them. So there was a a guy that I was working with and he, you know, was going to... (laughs) He was going to the gym every single day. Now, I can't think of a better place to meet women than a gym. 
And he's like, well, you know, everyone looks really busy. All the women have headphones on. I don't really think about that. I just go and I work out. I said, well, what if you put intention into it that every time you went to the gym, not only you would work out, but you would challenge yourself for 10 minutes to actually try talking to a woman each and every day. And I said, instead of worrying about what other people think or feel, meaning like the women who don't look interested, worry about what you want and go after it. So many of you are, are, that's the other thing that I'm seeing that's happening. Um, You know, I saw this before COVID, but I'm seeing it even more because there's all these like hesitancies going on and, um, you, you know, you're really getting in your head with a lot of things. You are so worried about what other people think or feel rather than just going after what you want. And so this guy, he did it. Every day he would go to the gym and he would just challenge himself to talk to one woman a day. And he was amazed at how many women responded to him. You know, a lot of people like keep busy with themselves because they don't know what to do or they're scared to talk. So you be that person to break that pattern and barrier that has been going on, especially for the past year. All right. That is number four. Number five, practice mindful and intentional dating. So here's what I mean by that. And this is something that a lot of experts are talking about. The days of mindlessly going on a date, you know, like date after date, it just, it seems to be the thing of the past. In the last few years and upcoming years, more and more people are likely to take a more mindful approach to their dating lives. It's called mindful dating, and it's the practice of being present with yourself, the person you're dating or looking to date, and the dating process. I've been teaching this forever, but now I think even more so it's highlighted. Staying present and taking your dating life date by date without getting drawn into thinking about the past or the future so that you can really be mindful and present with what is right for you is the way to go. There, you know, there, there's where you can also do a pattern disruption to break bad dating habits of the past too. Because it, think about it. If you're really present with just how you're feeling, who you're with, like taking inventory with within, you're going to make better decisions for yourself. You're going to slow down the process of it all, and you're not going to get caught up into the vortex of a relationship that's maybe something not right for you. So for instance, if you have a type, ask yourself, how is it working for you? Right. Like if there's someone who's like, oh, I don't I don't like that kind of look on that person or, oh, he he seems, you know, a little bit boring. I I don't feel that sexual charge. I mean, whatever it is. Do something where you're testing the waters and trying on something different. It's like going shopping, right? If you're used to buying a certain type of clothes and you, you have the same clothes over and over again. Maybe there's other clothes that you haven't tried on that's even better for your body, better, you know, colors for your skin type. I I equate dating with shopping all the time. So if you find yourself dating the same pattern of people, try on others for size. Think of it, you know, just like the shopping thing. True love can be found in many ways. 
And you may be surprised at who you can meet. Don't discount someone based on their job or appearance. Look at their heart, their attitude, emotional health, and perspective on life. More and more of you are doing that. But a lot of you don't know how. And that's where I love helping people. And so if you are someone who only dates starving artists, then try dating a lawyer. Be open to surprises in your relationship and you'll improve your dating life. When you're online, look at photos and profiles of single people that you would ordinarily pass on. If you always go for the sleek professional man, for instance, give the Midwestern farmer a chance. Like just do anything that's going to be different for you because that is how you will disrupt your own pattern. All right. I want to read a email that I got recently that just kind of highlights this effect that I've been talking about. She says, hi, Kimmy. Admittedly, I am really sick and tired of doing the online thing and find myself feeling negative about it all, especially post-COVID. How do I motivate myself to pick myself up and get out of this rut? I really want to get back out there, but I am not sure how. Help, Sherry. Oh, Sherry, I know it's hard when you want to change with something that feels so dreadful, especially trying to navigate this new world where the people are different, dating rules have changed, and quite honestly, so have you. But if you keep doing the same thing, like swiping right and left without changing your approach or adding other real-life social activities into the mix, you're actually adding to the depression and anxiety and burnout because nothing is different about what you're doing, and which is the definition of insanity. And you have a skewed perception of what dating is. So it's almost like an overgeneralization. If you have a bad experience dating online, then you think all dating is bad. So here's what I want you to do. Change. You're going to change things up. Change your profile. Um, you know, use this time to get some new clothes, new looks, new pictures. Maybe change the description. Okay. So you can change things within the dating apps. Look into different sites to re-energize you. Look and see if there's, you know, new inventory that comes in. When you change your picture and your profile, you also change the algorithms in these apps. So you might see different people. And again, get involved in some social activities based on your hobbies to increase your social circle and your confidence. Finally, change your vetting process. Stop having a checklist and pick the guys, you know, that are not your, or not picking the guys that are not your type and treat online like one big party. I've been telling my clients this more and more lately. Like you would never walk into a real party, think about this, and everybody's age and demographics are written on their hats or their shirts, right? Like you wouldn't swipe people in a party. But because we have all this information, people aren't giving each other chances. But if you consider the online dating portal, for instance, as a party, then just say hi. Like you don't have to move on with anybody that doesn't have a good conversation or that you're getting a weird energy from. But if you don't say hi or give people a chance, you may be passing really amazing people by. And try that mindful, intentional dating so that you are more present with your experiences. So I hope that that is helpful for you, Sherry, and also you listening. And I know it feels hard, but you have the right to find happiness with yourself and in the new dating world. And you too can recover from the pandemic dating hangover. You just need a plan with a new outlook, approach, and attitude. So I hope that was 
inspiring, a little kick in the butt, as I always like to do, but with humor and fun. (laughs) Thanks for joining me today. It's been the Charisma Quotient. I'm your host, Kimmy Seltzer. And remember, you can build confidence, make connections, and find love from the outside in. And if you want to know more, make sure you go to my site, KimmySeltzer.com. And if you are in total dating burnout and need a reboot to get over your pandemic dating hangover, hop on a free call with me. This is such a good time to reset yourself by clicking on the link you see in the show notes to book it. And I will help you map out a plan in doing so. And until then, remember, working on you is working on your dating life. That's all for now.